Grandpa Jim Motivation Central Station. Driving down a Wisconsin highway towards Lake Michigan this morning. Beautiful sunrise. Um, trying to enjoy this nice weather we have moving in uh, before the skies turn gray. Uh, last day before we turn the clocks back. And so, you know, I recommend with the clocks, if you have trouble with uh, all the darkness, there's some things you can do. You can take action on getting a, a nice light, taking walks where the lighting is really good on the mall, uh, like in a mall. Uh, Walmart, any Walmart super centers big enough to crisscross uh, across the store and um, find activities you like to do. I'm going to start I'm going to start my um, painting. I like to paint little farm scenes uh, and uh, like with the pumpkins this time of year, that sort of thing. Uh, tomorrow night, Sunday night, I've got that all mapped out. Uh, and uh, that really takes me out of, uh, you know, myself and puts me in a whole different space. And I'm going to continue to do that uh, during winter. Um, so I wanted to talk about anxiety today. Anxiety is the most um, most widely uh, mental health disorder. More people have anxiety than any other type of mental health diagnosis. And so I'm no different. Um, when I first started doing stand-up comedy, I couldn't understand why I just was in panic. There were times where I was literally on the floor saying, you know, I can't do this. And in my head, I'm like, well, you're weak and you're, you know, you're, you're fearful. And I didn't realize I had a disorder called anxiety, you know. Um, but over the years, um, I learned that some of that anxiety was about self-esteem. I didn't feel good about myself. I, I worried about what audiences thought about me. And so thus, if I wasn't getting laughs, I would go right into panic mode right away. And then, you know, there was a day through a lot of work, uh, a lot of 12-step meetings, a lot of therapy, a lot of self-analysis, a lot of journaling, that my self-esteem came back. And then I got a case of um, FUs, <laughs> this is funny, you know, and I have my self-esteem, so win, lose, or draw. Plus, as time went on, I, I developed better techniques on, you know, if a joke didn't fly, how to, how to deal with that in a humorous matter and thus, you know, make my comedy sets uh, tighter, as we say in the business, um, more laughs in them. And, and then, uh, so, and then I've been doing it long enough to know whether I'm in front of a good audience or bad audience. Uh, and there really isn't such a thing. Some just laugh more than others. But the other thing that I've learned with anxiety is to push through my fear. I'm on my way to pick up some gentlemen for a recovery meeting and one of the gentlemen I know really well and the other gentleman I met him two or three times so I have some anxiety about how's it going to go when I pick this guy up and the thing is is I can play that tape as long as I want to 
but I don't know how it's going to go until I pick him up. And uh, so, too, I got to hang out with a really awesome stand-up comic that toured with Frank Sinatra for 14 years named Tom Dreesen. Tom's still around. He does some plays. Uh, one's called Sinatra and Me. And he hosts a lot of, like, PGA events. Uh, he's their MC for the weekend. When those were going on, of course, they're, uh, I don't think they're entertaining like they were uh, prior to COVID. Um, but Tom always said, you know, he just got better over the years of not... You know, and talk about anxiety, he would say, imagine this, you're going to walk out into an arena with 20,000 people, (laughs) and nobody's here to see you, you know, they're all waiting to see Frank Sinatra, and they're wondering who you are, and why are you out here, and, you know, what are you even doing here, and he said, talk about anxiety and pressure, but, but, you know, he learned how to just put that off until... You know, it was time to bring it out, you know. So he said he could delay the butterflies. And on the other side of that, he said, if you don't have butterflies, you're not half alive. And the performance is going to be pretty, pretty dismal, you know. So, you know, uh, so how can you apply this to your everyday life? One is, you know, um, calming down, breathing through your nose and taking deep breaths and um, relaxing. You can self-visualize that, you know, sit back beforehand. Meditation is good. You got a lot of, in recovery, a lot of times it's referred to the monkey mind or the squirrel cage where thoughts are just whipping around in your brain. What can I do for that? And meditation is a good one just to, you know, find a place where you can chill, sit and relax for a while. And um, also, um, for anybody that is looking to be a performer, they used to teach us when I started out uh, 25 odd years ago to jump around and get all hyped up. And uh, today it's just the opposite time to relax and uh, to bring some energy on stage, you know. So, um, how can you apply that? Just try to apply that to whatever your situation is um, that you're feeling a little anxious about. What I learned too is to really learn what I can control and what I can't control. So, I'm at the doorstep of one of the people I'm taking to the recovery meeting today. So, um, you know, breathe deep and have a wonderful wonderful day and so um hang on here uh so hey dennis uh i'm just gonna wrap this up uh thanks for hanging out with me on motivation central station uh if you feel you don't have anybody to give uh give anything today you can always give them your smile hey thanks for hanging out with me and